Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simcha the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala. Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, Please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Go Simple, the podcast. For those who are tuning in now who don't already know me, I'm Zisha, the host of the super cool, super awesome show where we take you behind the scenes of the Jewish music and entertainment world. We just came off a couple episodes doing a little bit of a blast from the past where we interviewed Tony Solomon of Schlockrock and Uncle Moishi. Today, we're talking with a... a up-and-coming artist he's he's new but he's not so new um he's on the scene he's gotten a couple albums out there and he just released his latest album so today we're talking with none other than the world famous shimmy angle and i just wanted to say shimmy it's a pleasure to have you on the show welcome aboard to go simcha how are you shimmy thank you very much thank you very much i'm I'm glad to be here amazing we're glad to have you thanks for having me yeah Sure, sure, sure. So, Shimmy, I, I, I just recently discovered you because Trilly's been talking about you nonstop, hocking you up nonstop, and he said, this guy's coming out with a new album, and you got to listen to it, and you got you to gotta have him on the show because the guy's a Schmacker guy. So, I sat down and listened to your new album today, and I found it very, very uplifting. I found, it, I found each track had a different flavor onto its own. Before we get into that, before we start schmoozing about your album, who are you? Who is Shimmy Angle? Where'd you come from? How'd you get into music? And how'd you end up where you are today? Tell our listeners a little bit more about who Shimmy Angle is, because I want to know. I'm very curious. Okay, hi. My name is Shimmy Angle. Um, hi, Shimmy. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I was born and raised in Barra Park. Um, I grew up in Barra Park. I, I dub in Munkach. I'm a, I'm a, a, a Munkach Hossett. Ah. That's, that's where I grew up as well. Um, I always, since I was a little kid, I always liked to sing, and I always wanted to be a singer. Well, it runs and in the, it runs in the it runs in the Hasidus, you know. It, yeah. So I, I I had one brother. We're, we're kind of we're six brothers. We're wow. ten siblings, kind of. So we're six brothers. Okay. So out of all my brothers, my oldest brother is used to sing not officially, not in public, but in Munkach by the choirs, etc. On Hanukkah and on Yom Tov. So. Uh, it was interesting. So my oldest brother knows how to sing. I was a kid. I was trying to sing and to do. And slowly, you know, like we, st- I started off, like I said, in Munkaj by the choirs on Hanukkah, etc., etc. Then, um, you know, when the the kids uh, used to be in camps, and I used to sing there in the choirs, you know. And then uh, as we grew up, and the kids of my class became bar mitzvah, they started asking me, maybe sing a song, maybe sing this. 
then there was this guy, I remember who it was, yeah, when his brother became Bar Mitzvah, meaning his younger brother, saying, but his father asked me, maybe you come sing by my other son's Bar Mitzvah. I was uh, still like 14, 15 year old, and he gave me $50. I was like, wow. I got $50? $50 singing. Yeah. And what did I do already? I, I, you know, I, I was so, I, 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 I would have paid him $50 to sing. For sure. Listen, you're big stuff, and you're big stuff amongst the hater, you know. Yeah. $50 is a lot of money. And then eventually I went off to Yeshiva, you know, started singing. I had some musicians told me I was still very young. I'm talking about 16, maybe 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I was still Yeshiva and I decided with a few, with few musicians, I decided I want to start going out publicly and singing for money. And this was back uh, a while ago. So this was before there was such a misug of having someone that's not married, single, a bocher, to go sing in public, meaning there were no even musicians. Uh, then we had a, a, lot, a couple of bands that came out a couple of years later, which there were a lot of bocherim involved and they played and they came. But back then, it was a new, a new mystic to have a bocher sing. When and was back? Of- well, my question is, when was back then? It's you may it was it how how many years ago was this? We're talking about fifteen years ago, twelve wow. to fifteen years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't know, it was fifteen, yeah, yes, about you know, thirteen, somewhere in that area. So so and I had a lot of people that told me not necessarily because they, they you know they were they were they, they didn't want me to succeed, but they did want me to succeed and they told me, listen. You're going to go, nobody's going to take you. I mean, what, as, a, as a booker, who takes a booker to sing? By wedding? I mean, seriously? I mean, it's going to be funny, whatever. But I was, I was determined and I wanted they to do it. The they think you're the badchen. They think you, became the, you came as the badchen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I figured, let me give it a try. At that point, I, char- I, I decided, I, I started going to Bar Mitzvah, Shevrachis. I charged $100 a night. Wow. Yeah. And, um... And, you know, most people, Bacher, whatever you got, $100 for a singer, especially if the musician recommends them, you know, what's $100? Let's say, what, what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. That's what I so said. That's, that's how I started. And eventually I had a Chilopozen from a Zamram choir. I'm sure you heard of him. Oh, sure. He approached He approached me and he wanted me to come sing in the choir. And um, first I was, nah, I don't know, whatever. So he's like, what are you making a night now? I said, I charge you $100. He said, I'll give you a deal. You come into me, I'll give you double. $200 a night. <laughs> so, so, I went into, yeah, so I went into Mazamra. I was there for a couple of years. And um, while I was in Mazamra, I was also already started doing things myself, meaning I started eventually singing at weddings, etc. And, uh, you know, then I graduated Mazamra, and you know, the rest is history, as they say. Well, there you go. That's pretty cool. So, so you've been you've been doing this for for close to fifteen, twenty years now. That's pretty amazing. And not I, close to fifteen, not twenty. Fifteen. Yet. Okay, not twenty yet. But you've been doing this for about fifteen years now. And I see I see that you in the course of that time you've you've come out with a couple albums. It looked like you even came out with one single too. I was I was I was doing my research on you because I wanted to know a little bit more about who who Shimmy Angle is, and it looked like you came out with a single. Um, and it looked like it was actually free too. So what, what was up with that single? Why did you come out with just a single and why weren't you charging for it? You're talking about the, the, um, the Yiddish one? Yeah. The one that was a, that one was a free download. I, I took it. I actually got it and I was listening to it. I was very impressed. 
Okay, so again, let, let's uh, let's rephrase that. I have a single that I came out that came out right before my wedding, which is Alekatan mm-hmm. in Yiddish, right? With uh, together with Isha Lapidot. Mm. Oh yeah, that, so, is, that, is that the one you're talking about? No, there was another one that I saw that you came out with in memory of somebody. I forgot what it right. was. Right. Okay, so that that's called that, that song is called Chaval. Right. And it was talking in memory of somebody that uh, passed away very tragically in a man that uh, it was, it was, how long was I don't even know time flies, but about a year ago or so. And the family was very, uh, yeah, it was very, very broken and very, and they had a cousin, a close relative, I'm not sure, an uncle or cousin whose name is Heshuan Mm-hmm. Probably you probably heard of, which is of a big composer these days. The you know the new new composer in town. And yeah, he decided to make this song in memory of his relative, and I was honored that he asked me to sing it. You know, so um, he gave out that song, and the the family was the one that wanted to give it. You know, to share it with the world, the memory of their son, brother, etc. Wow. That's amazing! It's such a schuss. It's such a schuss to be able to take part in that. How did how did it make you feel when he when he came, when he when he came up to you and said, "Hey, I want you to sing on this song." It was it was pretty much right after the tragedy, so it was very sad. Not only I mean, not only for people that knew him, but even you know, even just Claudius role. It's, it's, it was a very sad situation. So I was I was honored that he asked me to do it. Um, but at the same time, it was a very, you know, it was just a sad feeling. The whole song, the whole thing was very sad. Right. No, for sure. I totally get you on that one. So now you mentioned that you had another single that you came out with right before your chasna. That, that, that's actually pretty cool. What, what was, why, why'd you, why Dafka right before your chasna you came out with it? You did it's it on actually, purpose? It's actually, it's actually a, 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 it's, it's a music video. And it's the words, I, I'm sure everybody he knows the song Shali. Shali. Yeah, I so, saw the video. I saw the video. I was very impressed. It was it was very well done. Thank you so much. Sure. So basically, it was before my wedding, and everybody told me you gotta do something for your wedding. You gotta you know something to give out, whatever. So I I I I, I didn't want to come out with like a wedding song, which was you know almost too typical for me. I right. needed something different. <laughs> So I always liked the Salekatan, the words, the song. I mean, there's not, not a lot of songs out there that are so, it's, it's something about it, which is just, everything is, is, is just perfect. The words, the, 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 the tune, everything. I'm saying it's, it's an amazing right. song. And I always had that, you know, I always loved the song. And I always had in mind, one day, one day we got to do this in Yiddish. You know, I grew up Yiddish. Yiddish is Mamalush. Yiddish is my first language. Yeah, yeah. So, and just whatever we was thinking what to do, I was thinking, we were thinking what to do. I had a friend that called Isha Lapidot. I, didn't, I did not really know him at the time because he was the one that composed the song. I asked him, maybe we do something together. He was very excited about it. And we decided, all right, let's do that. In honor, for the we- in honor, in honor of my wedding, we, we, you know, we released that video. And actually, Isha Lapidot came, that, came to my wedding and he sang it by my wedding, which was very nice. Wow, and uh, so that's that that that's how it came along. Wow, it's very cool. Yeah, it seems like it seems like going through your going through your music. You 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 you're not you don't do things very the 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 typical way. 
I'll put put it like that. Like I was listening to some I of your songs. Try, yeah. You 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 try to be you try to you try to add your own little flavor into things, and I think that's really cool. Um, I think that's really really cool because, like I said, I was listening to your album and I noticed how like each different each track was something else. It wasn't like it wasn't like oh just your standard your standard album with different like horrors and different things like that. It was everything was very different, very unique, and it was really cool. To, and it really it really was a great sound. Um, my question is, do you actually do you actually play any instruments, or do you you're just a singer? I'm just a singer. I don't compose and I don't play. I stick to my <laughs> to my singing. You stick to what you know. You stick to what's good. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, so talk to us a little bit more about your new album. Because I know, like I said, I, I'm a big fan. I'm sure everybody out out there now announced really put it up on, on the radio station. We're putting it around. It's going around. So talk to us about your new album. What inspired you to create this album? What, what were some of your influences behind it? And... Like I said, you, you're not, you don't seem to be the most typical, typical guy out there. Each thing kind of has its own tom to it. So tell me about it. Talk to us. Okay, so um, this is my second um, you know, album with new songs. I have a collection called Classics with old uh, songs. I'm sure you know about it. But yeah. it's uh, like my official second album as far as original albums. Um, it's very, very different, um, the first album and the second album. Meaning the first album... You're, uh, the second, let's put it this way. The second album, you know already more what's important, what to put, uh, you know, to put a doggish on, uh, what to, you know, what to, what's mo- what people like more, what people like less, what you should be busy with more. Versus the first album, you everything, you're not every, you try to do everything, and everything takes much more time. Everything takes much, you know. I, I, I'm saying this. This album, every album takes plenty of time, but if, but at least you know a little bit more how to use that time, you know, in a, in a more uh, in a more how do you say it? Like just better. To, the amount of time that you're using should be, be better spent, you know. And it, when it came to this album, um, there, there was another thing that was different than the than the first album. The first album, I took a lot of songs, and of course, I liked all of the songs. But until I decided which song, I went to a lot of people, friends, people in the music industry, or just some friends, and I asked them, "What do you think about this song?" Everybody said, "Oh, wow, I love this song." The other guy said, "Nah, it's good, but it's not. You know, you, you can find better." So by the time I finished with every song, I, I didn't know myself what to do. On this album, what I did was I decided, listen, everybody likes something else. Everybody likes something different. You can't make everyone happy. Right. I gotta, I gotta take songs that 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 I like and I feel it translates. You know, even subconsciously, everybody feels that oh, wow, this guy really he's singing it, not because it's a song that he thinks is gonna gonna work or because he, you know what I'm saying? It translates. You feel it. Me. You really feel it. Like you're you actually you actually get into it and you really feel it. You're not just doing it stamkacha, how we say in Hebrew. You're not doing it like right. just because you're doing it. You're doing it because you want it. You're in it. You it, you're into it. You're doing it, and it and it really shows. Like you can you can tell. But that that was my goal with this album, you know. That's great. I, I I had to I had to feel the song. Once I felt the song, okay, it's going on to the album, you know. And and to be honest, um, yeah, I took songs that that you know the style that I enjoy, that I think that I can, you know, that I can I can 
I can uh, sing it the right way, and you know, and and it just I, a song that I wanted a song that make it makes me feel good to sing it. Right. You know, and that's basically the route the route that I took on this album. That's cool. That that's really cool. You're doing it your own way. You're doing it how you feel it, and and it really does show, because you can tell. Like I said, like each different each different track had it had a totally different feel to it. So speaking of that, what was your what was your favorite part about com- creating this album? What was your favorite part about working on this album? Because you said it's your second album. You know, you're 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 doing it your way. You're doing it. The, you're doing it how you feel. You're picking each track according to what you think is going to connect with people. So what was was your favorite part about working on this album that really really did it for you it's hard to say but again the, the the favorite part was that every song that i sang i felt afterwards like nailed it <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's yeah. not, there wasn't like a song that I, that I said okay listen we gotta we gotta fill this out you know we gotta we gotta put oh it's not only nobody i want to this is for everyone i i believe in the music in the in the music industry anybody that gives out an album and people yeah. ask people ask so this song what was this song so this song you decided you had to fill up the album so you decided okay we'll put on this song no one no one in the music industry takes a song and decides okay we need something else to fill up this album let's let's just put in this song and this is gonna make it no they want to put different styles. They want to put different things, different ideas, different things. But it's because that they, they think that this, every single song, whichever song they put on, they feel, okay, this is going to be a good song. They don't know what's going to happen in the end. Nobody knows. And we, right. we, we've, we've, uh, you know, we've seen it time and time again that the songs that we think is going to be the biggest hits, that becomes this, the, the, the song that people just like to listen to and the, the, the song that, that you liked, but you didn't think it's going to translate to the, to the people that's the song that everybody sings every night by a wedding you understand right but the point is that it's not it's not it, nobody puts a, 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 a what's it called a song there just to fill up the album it's because he likes it he thinks it's going to be you know it's going to be whatever now in the same song that you ask me i'm not, i'm saying in general that if you ask somebody that why did you put on the cd this uh, this song you want just to fill up the album that same song somebody else comes and says Wow, you see, this is the song that makes the album. It's and I'm not exaggerating here in any way. It's mummish, like that. Every fits. song have people that that that, that I have people that come over. Um, uh, I, I'm saying not on this album yet. For, so, for somehow, for, for now, I'm only getting good feedback, Baruch Hashem. But you know, <laughs> as time goes on and you start discussing it with people, people will tell you. Um, you know, this song is, 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 wow, how did you do it? Who composed it? How did you do it? Where did you get the idea? It's amazing. And the next day we get, okay, whatever. This is, this is a pretty simple song. I like it. It's simple, you know, whatever. Nothing major. But the other song, you know, everybody's different. Right. You can't please everybody. I also speak Yiddish. You can't please everybody. You know, you can't please everybody, but I think that's cool that you're like, okay, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And you know what? If you like it, great. If you don't, there's another one for you. Exactly. Um, yeah, there you go. That, that's smart. Now, I noticed, I noticed that you had a song on the Munkatranigan. Was that, was that on purpose? Was that, you know, was that like something that you wanted to put in there because, because you're part of the Hasidus or you want, or, or Stam, you, you, you just wanted to. It's a little bit of both. So the song basically, um, it, it's, a, it's a Yiddish song, as you heard. Right. Um, I can't translate the whole song now, but the idea of the song is as follows. I'm a, okay, I'm as, a, 
as I said, I'm a mortgage chosid, and it happens to be that in the past year, yeah. I've been in the city of Munkach twice. Oh wow! Yeah. So and so once for a simcha, once for a Shabbos, and as we were sitting there in Munkach, and you know everybody says their stories that they had with the grandparents, and just from the even today, which is obviously not the same as it used to be, but you go around, you see the little. Jewish people that live there, the, the, you know, the, these few people that live there that are Jewish, and you start feeling the simplicity that you that used to be in, you know, in the olden days in the Haim, Yeah. A certain, a certain, a certain, just a, 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 what's it called? Everybody was just a little bit, everybody was happy. I mean, with everything that was going on. There were no, I'm not saying, I'm not going specifically, I'm just trying to get the idea. There were no phones, there were no this. You went, you went to work, you came home, you went to the Rebbe, you went to this, you, you learned, you know. You didn't need much to be happy. And they were certainly more calm and, you know, and happier than we are today. Okay? <laughs> so, I was very, I was just, you know, thinking about it. And I decided I want to make a song. And this is not, uh, uh, this is not, in Munkach. I think it's in any, if you go into any city in the Haim, you go to Rasfit, you go to Ki, you go anywhere, you, you get that idea, you know? Right. And I decided I want to just do a song to, to a little bit to, to say and to sing about how it used to, used to be back in the days, you know? So we took three um, ideas, three concepts, you know? Um, the first one, let me let me think for a second. The first, the first part of the song is just about people being happy. We're talking about the guy that used to deliver the milk and he used to say Mishnayas and he used to this, just being happy-go-lucky, as they call it. Right. And the second one was about, uh, you know, it's about Bukhrim going to yeshiva. So they went, they get, they got there. They didn't have where to eat. They didn't have where to sleep. They had to find every night. They, they used to in Yiddish they called it take. But you guess and take, meaning they had to, they had to find every, every night where they're going to eat. There was no lunchroom. There was no, uh, the yeshiva was giving you food. You had to go to the smadish, find somebody from the community to take you in to eat, for you to eat that night, etc., etc. And the third part, the third was about the Rebbe, that people used to go and they used to travel for who knows how long, um, you know, for the, for the, for the, what's it called? For the, to, to be able to be by the Rebbe. For Yontav or for Shabbos, but uh, people were, were just happy people uh, back then. And the interesting part about it is that I, I, I needed a song that's that that's gonna that's that makes sense with this you know with this shtetl kind of feel. Right. And I came to Heshi Weinberger, and he, I think he he really nailed it. He gave me a real a plasma kind of feel shtetl song. <laughs> and to go even further, now we need an arranger that can do that feel. So I was thinking, who can I give it to arranger? If I had, I was thinking right away to take somebody that obviously I was able to do it, but Hashem, it worked out that way, that was with me in Munkach at the time. So he's going to have the feel of what I want. And that was Hashi Ginsburg. So I called Hashi Ginsburg and I explained to him and he was like, of course, of course, I get you. I understand what, and he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. That's very good. That's 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 very cool. So, so we decided to call it Munkach. That's where, where the inspiration came. But it could really be called, uh, you know, any shtetl in the Haim. You can call the song for that shtetl. 
you know? <laughs> right. No, that's very cool. That, that's very cool. The fact that you actually went to Mooncatch, you've been to Mooncatch twice and you'll be able to see how they see, see, see the, see it and, and really get a feel for it. it it's, it, that, that's really special. That definitely adds a flavor to the song that you were looking for probably. And I think it's pretty cool. What, what was one of your favorite songs that you can, that you, that you sung on this album? What, what would you say one of your favorite songs is on this album? It's hard to say, but um, I would say that the third song, the Shine Yichid, is a song that's very dear to me. It's a song that uh, that we've been singing in Munkat for uh, the last couple of years, and they sing it before the Rebbe dances mitzvah dance with his Einiklech. This is the song that they sing, and it's a very, you know, it's a very holy moment. And so it was a song that I knew, and I was I was very excited to sing it, and I. I had a great feel for it, meaning even when I sang it in the in the in the studio, um, uh, Naftali Schnitzer told me right away, "Wow, I don't know what's with the song, but you sang this like you know uh, the other songs we, we had to redo many times, and this was like just came in and sang it. So it definitely has a special place in my heart. This song. That's great. No, if you can come in there and nail it and just nail it and not have to redo it and, and everyone's like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, I definitely think that would stick with you. Um, so like I mentioned before, like I noticed on, on the album is that like you, each track has its own like flavor to it. Each track has its own like different, different sound to it. And I'm assuming you did that on purpose as well, just because like we mentioned before, you know, each person has their own song they're going to like. Each person's going to, you know, some, one might become a hit, one might not, you know. But did you do that on purpose? Because I noticed, like, some tracks are very, are very, like, slow. They're very, they're very, like, like classical, classical sounding to Gunnam. And others are, are poppy and techno and, like, upbeat, like what we have, what a lot of the music has turned into now. So did you do that on purpose or you just, you oh. So that's where, again, that's where I, I have to give some credit to my producer, Naftali Schnitzler. You probably all know him. Oh, sure. Um, because I, most of the songs on this album, I'm saying, besides maybe the second song, which was, which was just a, 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 that, that is, which is a feel that I wanted to create. And it's, a, it's more to listen. It's more artistic, you know, artistic and, 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 and Besides for that, I think I think I think all the songs on this album are singable, okay? Meaning, I don't know which one is gonna be is gonna be is gonna be sung by weddings, which one is not. But technically, if this would have been divided onto five albums, you know, I think every single song would have would have been sung. But now that it's on on, on, on one album, I don't know which one the one is gonna choose. You know, <laughs> they're gonna right. have to decide. Right. So the point is, I try to take songs which I like, which I, I like this, a certain, you know, it should be, it should be new, it should be a Kiddish, but yet it should be typical. Meaning, not, I, I, I didn't go to very musical or creative, I like more simple, and mm -hmm. I tried to stick to that in the album. But yet, that it shouldn't have the same feel every song, it shouldn't be boring, it shouldn't be like you're listening to the same song. Right. So that's when Aftali came in, and he—it's people don't understand how much goes into not only the song and the style, if it's a ballad, if it's a rock, but even if it's a ballad, the tempo—one up, one down, one up. Oh, I, I remember we 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 um we decided on one song that we're moving it 
up, I don't remember which song it was, One Tempo, one of the slow songs. But the choir did it on the, uh, still on the old, you know, music, which was one tempo slower. So we had to now change the choir and make sure that it's doing with it. Everything, every, everything single detail about the song. There's no, there's no set tempo like by a wedding. By a wedding, you basically do the ballads on, on one tempo. You do the, you know, the disco on another tempo, the fresh on another tempo. You can have five ballads on an album or five discos or five rap, and every single one is on a different tempo just so it, so it should have the right feel, you know? And that's what everything else, the style, the, you know, it could, be, it could be a ballad, but it could be a different, just a different feel, a different style, a different kind of vibe. And that's where Naftali came in to make sure that it's it's still it's singable, it's commercial, but it's colorful. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, I happen to be a musician myself. I play I play five different instruments, and I even write music too. So this is why. Oh, I have, yes, I know uh, that. Yeah, um, I can sort of sing too. Um, not as well as I play play instruments, but that's okay. But so I totally get you on that one. I totally, I totally get you when you on 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 the composing aspect of things and how everything has to have a te- the right tempo and have the right flow to it, or else it doesn't really sound that great. Um, so yeah, I to- I totally understand. I think it's really I think it's really cool that you that you have good producers and good people behind you to be able to pick that out and be able to make your make your work come to life. Um, so my question is: You consider yourself a wedding singer? You consider what do you what do you consider yourself as? Yes, I consider myself a wedding singer. That's great. And and are you? you it seems like you're probably pretty busy. Like it seems like it seems like you're pretty busy now with your albums with everything. Um, but going back to, like I said, your album is a whole different mix of, of sounds. What's your opinion on, on how music has evolved out over the years? Like now we have a lot of more artists, a lot more singers doing more the pop, the techno, the electronic music, as opposed to the, the more classical stuff with like real instruments. What, what's your, what's your take on that? I think that, you know, uh, things change. It's, it's a fact. Things change not only in music, in every aspect in life, you know? Right. Now, nobody can deny that, that the electronic music, I'm talking about fast song discos, has more of a punch than the real instruments, you know? Um, if I may say, the first song, Shyness, was, was, was um, composed by Moshe Laufer, okay? Mm-hmm. But the arrangements were done by Zisha Schnitzler, Naftali's brother. Um, we, so, I, I, in one, on one hand, I was like, if Moshe Laufer wrote it, he's going to have a feel to it. He's going to have a, you know, it's his song, how to arrange it, how to do it. But on the other hand, I felt that the song is too good to be played. I'm saying not to, I can't say too good to be played with real instruments. I meant to say that it's definitely going to have more of a punch and more of a kick if you do it electronically. Right. So it goes back to, it goes back to what you're saying before each thing to each their own, you know, it's, it's really, it's really, Listen, you have some slow songs that, that, uh, you know, Moshe Laffer would do an amazing job. Nobody could beat him because that's where it needs real instruments and et cetera, et cetera. Right. But you know, some songs, uh, if I may say, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with electronic music. I think it's just a part of the, you know, the, of, of moving forward in, 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 in music, in Jewish music. And 
and I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I think it's, it's happening either way. But, uh, you know, like everything changes. This is part of the things that change. And I don't think this is uh, considered something that changed to the worst. I think it's, you know, it's just a different feel, a different kind. And it's great. It's an enhancement. It's like, an, okay. So, so how did you, how did, how did, the, how did you come up with the name for the album? Cause I noticed it's the first track on the album. So why out of all the different songs that you had on there, why was that, why was that one? Why did you name your album after it? Or why did you the other way around? You know, why'd you, why'd you make that song the first one on the album? Uh, so it's pretty simple. I, I gave it a name, Shyness. Uh, of course, I had actually just song first. I didn't create a song to make sure that it has the word Shyness. I had the song a long time before I, we decided on the name. Um, and the name is obviously Shyness. It's my second album. So we gave it a name, yeah. Shyness. Um, the idea to give the, we had a couple different names on the table. And um, the idea honestly came from David Kaufman, who was the designer from the cover, Dark Media. He's the CEO of Dark Media. Mm-hmm. And he came up with a name. And we just liked it. We liked it, you know? <laughs> it just works. It's one, it's, it's, we try to, a name of the album has to be it's, it, most two words, you know? One word is even better. Because nobody says, uh, you, 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 you heard the new album, what's the name of the new album? Oh, it's called, um, uh, whatever, Kili Oilam Chazdo. It has to be, you know, just a name, right. shimmy well, angle shyness, you know? Right, well, I think Shmili Unger did it quite well, too, when he came out with his first album, he called it Shmili 2. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. that took the cake for, for one of the best album titles out there, because I was talking, yeah. and he's like, people are like, why are you calling it Shmili, why are you calling it Shmili 2? It's like why not? <laughs> exactly. So you should ask. <laughs> exactly. It was it was great. Um, no, for sure. I, I simple push it. That's it. You know, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep, so it resonates in people's head, and they know that know that this is your album, Shyness. That that's and if it. you can get a, if you can get like a stickle niche, you know, like it worked this time. It's Shyness, the second album. It's even better. <laughs> right. No, for sure. Listen, in 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 my line of work as well, I'm I'm, I'm also into. I also do internet marketing. When when we're dealing with branding with people, we're dealing with people marketing them. You know, you want to keep it simple so that you're so the people focus on what it's all about, and the, and that resonates in their head, sticks in their head, so they know. Oh, that's it. I'm associating that with 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 you with Shimmy Angle. Shyness, that's Shimmy Angle. That's pretty good. I have to say, good job to you guys. Good job to your team. So so Tachlis, what's what's going on in the future for Shim, for Shimmy Angle? What do we what do we got working? On, what do we got going on in the, for the future of Shimmy Angle? Any more music videos? I saw you had a music video. I thought that was a really cute video over there um, that you did um, for one of your songs. Where with um, I thought it was a pretty cool video. Um, and Gewald. Yes, Gewald, Gewald, Gewald. It was great. Yeah. You, you, it was it was a very uh, very entertaining video. Um, and so maybe tell me a little bit more about that video because I saw that was your that was one video you had along with the one with Yishai Lapidot. But so what's up with Gewald? And then I'll talk. I want to know more about what's going on in the future. But what's up with Gewald? What was up with that video? Gewald is a song that was on my last album, which is called Klau. Right. And it was just, uh, you know, I, 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 we released it a while after the album came out and we were trying to see which song translates the, the most and has the most energy. And, you know, we decided, uh, you know, this is the song that people want to hear and we can create something. We were trying to create something that has a lot of energy, a lot of fun, you know. And so we called up this Mandy Pellon. 
Mm-hmm. And we started working with them. We got a camp involved from Lakewood. And it's amazing that, that he had a, a whole script, um, you know, how every, on every second of the song and what to do. But when you take a guy as creative as Mendy, when he gets there and he sees something that, that you know, he could use, and he just, you know, I know it says like this on the script, but look, we can use this. Let's just do this, you know. If it's the boat, you know, the duck boat that we have in the, in the middle, and if, if uh, you know, a lot of stuff that were added as we went along it was a long day. That's talking about a long day. It was very hot. It was very hot. But uh, Hashem, we worked hard on it. And I think the, you know, the feedback was great. People liked it. It was a very happy video, very, you know, very energetic. And uh, it, was, it was, you know, it was great. It was Gewald. It was Gewald, exactly. And then he added that Gewald right in the beginning, you know, Gewald. It was just just amazing how it came out. Oh, Hashem, Hashem. That's really cool. So, yeah, so listen, Tachlis, what's going on in the future for Shimmy Angle? What do we got got in the works? I mean, now that you just came out the new album, I'm I'm assuming you're working on other projects, other gigs. So tell us about that. So... um, we're probably, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit, you know, scared to say it right now because we worked very hard on this album. I'm just glad that it's out finally. So right. It's a little bit hard for me to be to get back and start working again. But uh, eventually we'll come out with a music video. I don't know which song it's going to be yet. Um, and to be honest, <laughs> we're already looking for new songs for the next album. There you go. You can you you know you cl- you finish one. You got to move on to the next one. It's a never it's a never ending process, but right. it's a good process because you're working. You're putting out good music. You're building your fan base, and people are liking it. And that's what it's all about. You just got to keep hustling, keep working on it, and and eventually it, it pays off. Where where can people find your albums? They're, they're online. They're in the stores. You can find it online at nigamusic.com. You can find them find it on iTunes, and it should be. I think by today, the end of the day, it should be everywhere. I'm saying Bar Park, Williamsburg, Muncie, Monroe, Lakewood, out of town, wherever. It should be out of town. <laughs> now I happen to be from out of town myself, you know. We kind of get lumped into like everywhere that's not New York. I'm from Detroit. So yeah, we kind of get lumped into everywhere that's not, <laughs> not New York. That's okay. Um, but and It should be available in It's a Stroll next week. Oh, well, well, there you go. Gewalt. No, I, I think, I think it's awesome. I, I really, I, I, I'm a big fan of it. I listened to some of your other CDs, big fan. And I think you have a great voice. I think you have a great talent and it, it should, it should only bring you at and Simcha. And Shimmy, it was honestly, an, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Get to sit down, schmooze with you to learn a little bit more into the life of Shimmy Angle and what, what we're all, what you're all about. Um, and it seems that you have a great team behind you and you're going in the right direction. So Shimmy, again, pleasure having you on the show. It was, it was a schluss and I look forward to listening to your album again. Like I said, I listened to it like four or five times a day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do my homework and I have to say each time was m- more, was more enhanced, was, was better than the last one. 
And I really got to get a better understanding of who you are through your music. And I think that's the most important thing. So you have a lesson, any, anything you want to leave our listeners off with any, any type of lesson, any, like what, anything you want to leave our listeners with, like any, any kind of lesson from your album, like what would you say was, is the theme of your album that you want to leave off with? First, I would like to thank everybody for listening and for buying the album. And if you didn't buy it, I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. And thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I think that, you know, this, most of the songs or a lot of the songs are actually what the name of the album is, which is the Yashmi'ai Nebrachma Shainas, that, you know, he should do it again. He did it once by Tzis Mitzrayim, and we're waiting for it for the ultimate gula that he should do it again. And it's uh, you know it's the, the first song Yashmani Brach Moshainis. It's we have a song Einem Lachem Moshainis Chiyas Amaisim. We have the last song, which is actually a Yiddish song, which is also we're asking that he should you know. And we hope it's going to be pretty soon. And we'll sing. I, I heard once uh, that there's a tone that Eben it's through. He's a big speaker. And he showed me once that there's a Saifetoy Kahanam. And I never heard this before, and I'm sure most people don't know about it. And he showed it to me inside, which says that that when Mashiach comes, the Yisraelim, meaning if you're not a coin or a lady, you're a Yisrael, that know how to sing and sing nice will help the Leviim and the Besamikdash, which was a big Kiddush for me. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to that, you know. I'm not losing my job. <laughs> no, no, you're not, you're not losing your job anytime soon. Oh, well, there you go. That's a chiddush to me too. I never, I, I, I never knew that, but that that's pretty cool. So again, Shimmy, it was an honor, a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, everybody, for those who who want to pick up Shimmy's new album, you can find it on nigginmusic.com. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it, like you said, all across New York, New Jersey out of town, anywhere that's not <laughs> out of town, you know, that, that encompasses like pretty much everywhere that's not New York and New Jersey. Um, but that's okay. And is and in all major Jewish bookstores and definitely check it out. I'm a big fan. I, I, I was, I, like I said, I listened to it like five times today. I'm a big fan. And you should have a tzlacha, bracha, and mazel, everything you're doing. And we look forward to bringing you back on the show when you come out with, with Shlishi. It's a shame. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Sure. Sure, sure. A pleasure, my friend. A pleasure. You should be matzlich. Oh, my. You too. Thank you. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, go Simcha!